Hey, hey, everyone. This is Throwing Down with Jess and Lily. I'm Lily Caffrey-Levine. I'm Jess King. And welcome to episode one, where we're going to be breaking down the top and maybe lesser known stories in sports, more importantly, sports culture, because as we know, it's never just sports. So, Jess, Big J, I don't know if there's Big any J. other way, I don't know if there's any other way to lead into everything going on other than just jumping in. So what's been going on this week? What do you want to talk about? There's I know you have some so things. so much. I mean, there's so much to talk about. We couldn't have really picked a better week to kind of start doing this. You know, NBA bubble in Orlando is up and running. But the most pressing question I have for you is what would be on the top of your list bringing to the bubble? Um, do I have to pick like an item or... Well, so there's no limit, really, I feel like, on what you can bring. So it's not I like feel surviving like bring, an like, island. I'd bring, like, my family, right? Is that – that's the whole thing that gets no, me about the item. bubble. No, it has to be an item? Okay. Because to, like, shamelessly plug my own tweet here, I tweeted the other day. I was, like, tanking in the NBA playoffs, but instead of a lottery draft pick, you get to go home and see your family. Uh, because Ladies and gentlemen, what's... follow her on Twitter. <laughs> because that's what's happening. Um, if I had to bring, like, one thing – this is like a desert island question, but it's hard because they're in Disney World, so I feel like they have a lot of things. Um, and they're kind of famous, so it's like... Yeah, yeah, and they have like a lot of money and stuff, so you're like, okay, yeah. I feel like you guys are good. Um, oh, I'd probably like bring my guitar. I'm not very good, but it's very... When you're not good, it's extremely time-consuming because you have to practice a lot. So I'd probably bring that and just stay in my room um, and avoid everybody because as we've already seen... There's been several um, calls to the bubble breaking hotline. I don't know what it is exactly. Snitch line, snitch, snitch line. line. The snitch line is that its official name? I think okay. so. Um, yeah, and people are really—they're really breaking this already. Who's like the top snitch in the NBA? I don't know. Why do I want to say Chris Paul? <laughs> do you? Is that like I don't you're know. walking? You're walking. That was Chris the first Paul? thought I thought I don't know. of. Well, because I saw a lot of like Kyrie circulating. But I, I, and I get it. I do. I get, no, no, I get it. I really get the Kyrie thing, but I just don't think he would feel so bothered to like snitch on other people. You know what I mean? I feel like, like, I feel like he'd he would see some bad himself. things going down and like in the same hallway give, like, that they're speech. all staying and be like, he'd like give a speech or like he'd get up and like explain it. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like going behind people's backs and like snitching isn't really Kyrie's yeah it's like, more like self-righteousy I feel like yeah like I feel like he'd do a little more like soapboxy kind of like presentation or something like that I don't know that's just my guess I think I'm so too there. um how long do you think until they shut down the bubble which maybe isn't a fair question because like maybe they won't shut down the bubble so... and maybe it'll work out but I gotta say, I told my brother two weeks ago, mm -hmm. you know, Richie, I, I bet you $30 they don't finish the season. They, will, no, I don't they won't so. get there. And he was like, ha! And then just walked away and didn't answer my <laughs> question. So I was like, so you hey. know I'm right. They're yeah. not going to finish the season. Um, can I just have $30 now? So here's to like kind of get into our whole, like get and roll in here in a more serious way. The bubble idea is a good idea. Obviously, mm -hmm. as we've learned in the midst of a global pandemic, people, not just NBA players, anybody, people can't be trusted. Um, 100%. <laughs> and you'd think like with people's like lives and like health on the line, they could be, but they cannot, as we've learned. Um, yeah. 
And so I'm like, okay, the bubble's good because it's people that have worked on like coronavirus plans and like how to combat COVID-19 and stuff. They have one of the ideas is like having a thing called like a green zone. So, and essentially it's an idea that would kind of work for colleges. So say we were going back to school and essentially some people say the only true safe way to do that is to do it in a green zone. So you are tested before you come onto campus and then, so everyone's tested. So everyone's cleared that of COVID-19 and then you stay there. So everything, like you have like a little kind of like bubble like community, um, but you just can't have people coming and going sort of thing. That obviously is a very difficult thing to do when you have professors and you have students that live on campus, all sorts of things like that. But that idea is I think what the MBA was trying to get at. And it was a good idea that I think, I don't want to say they executed it poorly because I don't think they necessarily did, but Disney World is opening now. really good things about like Disney the World's opening and I know that the bubble might not be like I guess I feel like, like it's a hoax okay so the thing that I'm not a hundred percent certain on is like I the bubble's obviously at Disney World at Disney whatever and now di- the parks are opening um and so I know not all of the parks are opening but if you have the bubble and then you open all the parks around it I know they might not like um <clears throat> come together but I feel as though, <coughs> sorry, Corona, no, <laughs> talking, um, I feel as though, like, it's going to be very difficult to guarantee that with employees and shipments of things and all sorts of things, like, it's not a self-sustaining bubble. They have contact with the outside world, so I just don't see how, I don't see how this goes well, honestly. Not, I it's straight not up think it's ridiculous. I do, okay. I do, because it's like, me in New York, Northeast Euphoria from Massachusetts. I feel like I just want to like stick my head out and yell down to them in Florida, like, "What the hell are you guys doing? What like, is going on?" It's a great idea. That's awesome. But we're humans, like athletes. Yeah. Although we watch them and they're so much taller than all of us, like they're human beings. Like they make mistakes. Like you can't yeah. even like nobody even wants to not order Uber Eats. Like. They're human beings. Like there's very like, and I think people. I think it was like fun. It's only week one. It's only week week one, one and two people broke the quarantine rules. So it's like, uh, talk to me like when we're two months in. Like we're gonna touch base on this multiple times throughout the next weeks because this is the NBA. Like I'm impressed because they got the ball rolling. So they're sink or swim right now, and it's like, if they sink, like. Hope is lost for sports. So, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I was, I'm kind of with you in that, like, I was impressed that they were able to logistically, they had the team that was able to logistically get the ball rolling on this. I'm unimpressed by, I think, the actual thought put into it, because I think the actual thought put into it um, would just come up with the fact that it's a bad idea. Like, it just is. Um, and just with everything. There's no human element in the equation. With other things starting up, um, like other sports and stuff, you just see like the number of cases that people test positive for when they test the entire league. And it's just the whole thing. And I know that people are like, it's only 5%, which it like, we want zero. So let's not celebrate 5%. First off, this all started with one person. And I feel like people don't grasp that enough that like, it takes one person having it to get a room full of people sick. Now that's, it's that person's fault that if they didn't know they're sick or like when this all started or whatever, but yep. 
it takes one person. It doesn't matter if only six people are sick. Those six people can infect 18 people each, and then it exponentially grows. And is it worth it to play however many games they're playing in this fake, like, round-robin tournament, which, like, I, it's interesting and it's kind of cool to look at and watch because you're like, oh, we obviously we've never done anything it's like this be before. It's going to such a cop out. Like, yeah, when like you what, we're going to have this giant asterisk season. Back, it's like, if. I'm going if on that one. It's like, if, because even if they do, it's just like, what's, you play one week and then five people on your team get coronavirus and then you're supposed to bring in like the next pair of five guys. Like the... Yeah. Quality, like the game quality is going to go down so quickly. I mean, I have, I have no idea how to figure it out. I hope that don't have any of the answers. I'm just going to complain about it. Yeah, and that's that's what I guess I want to make that clear that I don't feel like I have all the answers. I don't feel like I have any of the answers. I just feel like it's not this. I just feel like it's not whatever this is because it's already seemingly falling apart. Um, other things falling apart, Jess. <laughs> Whoa, is just falling apart. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm sure he's okay. Like, I, I, I think hope he's, he's okay. okay. He's like, I hope he's. When was well. the last time he tweeted something? I don't think he's allowed to. It has tweet to now. have been before the suspension, which it's very, um, yeah. <clears throat> as like people that are very like, um, uh, aware of like what's going on in NBA on NBA Twitter a lot, um. It's weird not seeing Woj come up. You're like, it just, yeah. you know, you're not like, like day to day, you're not just like, where's Woj? Where's Woj? But Woj you're just hasn't like, tweeted in four days. Like, that's weird. It's very interesting. Has anyone checked in on him? <laughs> Is everybody okay? <laughs> um, if you're listening, Woj, which I know you're not, like, send out a, a signal to um, tell us that you're okay. <laughs> I saw a tweet. I don't remember who it was from, but it was like, if Shams breaks Woj's, like, the details of Woj's suspensions, I'm leaving this app. And I was like, yeah. I was like, that about hits it right then on the head. Then have to be crowned king, right? Like, is this, you know so what I mean? let's, like, talk about this a little bit, because I think it's a very yeah, complicated situation. Yeah, I think it's a very complicated situation. Obviously, people from ESPN have been suspended before. Um, this is the first time that something like this has happened. Um, and I don't know. You earlier, when we were just talking about this, like, brought up issues of, like, professionalism, which, like, I totally agree with you on. You obviously, um, in your professional life, have to carry yourself certainly and stuff. Um, And then there's also the issues of, like, there's a lot of injustice going on in this country that has been going on for 400 years. Um, And, like, at some point, injustices that have been going on for 400 years and public health crises that are not being handled properly. Um, so, like, people are a little agitated, irritated, understandably and rightfully so, and so I think at some point, do you just, is, like, enough enough and you just have to say something? I would say yes, but I also see your point and, like, say something, but be professional about it, I guess. Like, I, I don't know, I think, like, think with your head a little bit more than your heart. Um, he feels strongly yeah. about this, obviously, and I kind of, like, more power to him for doing that, but, like... But it, it's so like sassy and abrupt, yeah. like f you, like yeah. And I'm there's a part of me that was like, wow, I kind of always thought of Woj as like this really like nice, like clean cut, like chill, calm guy, like a very calming presence. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, okay. We're just going like right out of the gate with this one. We're just like, and I feel going like right we've been it. gypped because it was in an email. Like I would love I you to hear him stand up and be like, well, even speak it. Like, you know what I mean? To hear Woj be like, yeah. Matthew. Like, no, I know. That'd be uh, iconic. No, I mean, this is kind of not I mean, iconic. He definitely gets it's important for that. to talk about. So, I mean, I- I gotta say to anyone who is surprised at the fact that ESPN suspended him without pay, I would say you're crazy. Like, obviously, they were going to suspend him. Like you mentioned, I think it's about a professionalism in the workplace, and it's like you're you're a senior, like, insider for the NBA, for mm-hmm. ESPN. Like, you know, you can't just be sending out FUs to the Republican senators. Like, yeah. Like, you're handing out like- high fives. Like... <laughs> I think another thing that's, like, important to think about is because, like, the last person, obviously, in my recent memory, and I think a lot of people are getting suspended from ESPN, was Jamel Hill, um, for her remarks about Trump. And I just think these are different situations. I think, I think not, I think, like, these are very different situations where, and again, I'm not, like, Woj said what he said, again, kind of, like, more power to him. That's how you feel. You said it maybe not do it from your work email, I guess is my, like, advice. Um, but it was from his work email. Did we, I don't know. I mean, it was like, it was sent as like, um, I don't want to call it a press release, but kind of like, as like insider information. So it was definitely tied a little bit in there. Yes. It wasn't just like a, he, Woj subscribes to this newsletter from this Republican Senator. Um, definitely not. Definitely not that. (laughs) No, but like, when Jamel Hill was speaking out um, with her remarks on Trump and she was suspended for that, I think that that's incredibly different um, because I think she was speaking out in a very calm way. I think she was very much so stating facts based on things that had happened. Um, mm-hmm. And she was suspended for that, which I, to be honest, did not agree with. I do not agree with um, even still. I think with Woj, I think there's a little bit of like, oh, you're kind of giving a big F you to this guy that's really, I don't know, all of that. Um, It's not the same thing because I think this was just like a blatant, like back in your face thing where Mm -hmm. I think Jamel Hill was very much so stating facts. She was expressing um, what she thought based on recent events and things. At the end of the day, people are going to have opinions and it's clear now where Woj stands, but- all that being said, I, you know, it could have been done a little bit more gracefully um, without putting a lot of, yeah, other, like, without making it so heated, you know? Yeah, where I think, like, Jamel Hill was, said her remarks, and she was straight and yeah. to the point, and she expressed them, and I don't know, I think she was really, like, cool, calm, and collected about it. Like, it wasn't, like, abrasive at all, uh, where I think, again, which was just, like, right out of the gate, like, F you, and you're like, okay, this is happening. This yeah. is a thing that's going on right now. But a um, lot of people are kind of loving it. There's a ton of support. On oh, I Twitter mean, it's social media Woj. gold. Like, it is LeBron social James, gold. Maria Taylor, Lou Williams, all tweeting free Woj. Like, yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, he did what he did what he wanted to do, you know, and that's that's respectable. Period. If that's how he yeah, feels, and that's guns, what he wants to say. Like. You gotta, if you have anything, you gotta have values, like. Exactly, and I think that's really important, too, is, like, I just think maybe, like, we see you, Woj. Like, yeah, and again, this isn't, like, my, what I think 
he should have done or what all you do you Woj, but just like maybe express those opinions from your work email with a little bit more like like a little bit more calmness I guess just like hey I really disagree with this I think this is really wrong f you (laughs) yeah I think it's wrong the way you've acted on this I think it's wrong the way that you've been handling the situation not just like f you um so like f you and yeah but again respectable like respectable that like like, us we still haven't said yeah I've never like bleep (laughs) yeah I've never just like I mean, I think we've all been in situations where someone said something in in your head. You're just like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Um, But we've never said it. And I honestly, like, personal, you're, we're, you and I are getting- It was a draft almost that he meant to say. I know. It feels a little bit- I type out when I'm mad and I'm like, And then you're like, you grab your phone and you're like, I cannot believe it. And you're like- this bitch. and then you're just like I'm gonna put this down uh no it does that's a perfect way to put it like it does kind of feel like it was a draft that and he was just like oh and it was like not, reply he was all, like and he forgot to he like, like delete he dropped his phone he was like typing it and dropped his phone and accidentally hit send and you're like oh wait no <laughs> um but like, like do we know was, like, butt dialed someone yeah I've actually this is weird I've always wondered that because I I am the, I am a criminal, um, repeater of accidentally texting or calling the wrong person and, like, full-on just getting into my conversation or, like, texting my own thing to, like, the wrong person. Because, like, you know, you have a lot of, I'm from Boston, so, like, I grew up with a bunch of people and everybody has the same name. Um, so I know, like, a thousand, like, Marys and Matts and- Just Boston things. Yeah, like, Johns, like, all that. So, like, you have a lot of contacts that have, like, the same name come up. And I've, like, went to- text like a close friend that has the same name as someone who I have not spoken to in like seven years because we went to like middle school together um and I'll like send this I'm like okay so I'm gonna leave the house at this time I'll pick you up here there and they're like was this for me and I'm like oh no but like hope you're doing well Mary (laughs) (laughs) hope you're doing well have a great rest of your day um and I've done that yeah so I do that all the time so like if that's what happened I feel for you um I regularly will text people and not even just like the same name but I'll just like you know you like open your messages and they're all like listed there I'll just like type tap the wrong one like it's I want the top one but I actually tap like the second to top one and just send it I don't think twice about it that's Um, like a fat fingers problem that you girl has (laughs) um so how long do we know how long he's suspended for Two weeks unpaid, which is, like, kind of awful. Like I mentioned before, like, this is a great week for us to start doing this. We have a bunch more to talk about. And, like, he's kind of going to be missing all the scoop. I mean, I would love it if Woj was down there tweeting out what everybody's doing. So here's um, my question for you. What lasts longer, Woj's suspension or the bubble? (laughs) (laughs) I think soon everyone will realize that, like, whoa, we're, like, in – the NBA bubble in Orlando, Woj isn't here. Things are getting weird, guys. They're like, let's like, wrap it up, wrap it up. We're going home. Like it's 2020. <laughs> like it's about to be the sickest restart. For isn't hurricane basketball. season about to start soon too in Florida? Oh my god! Like it's gonna be a disaster. What do you mean? Like there's no mask mandate. What is going on there's down no- there? <laughs> Oh, oh in Florida. I thought you meant, like, again. in the bubble. Um, no, in Florida, like, in Oh, the yeah, there's no mask mandate, and it's like, ridiculous, and I'm like, what? Why? 
It like um, makes you want to yell. Yeah, definitely. That's a good way to put it. It makes you want to um, yell. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think it would be very 2020 if on like the like so say we're at like day 13 of Woj's suspension. They're like, okay, bubble shut down, wrap it up, and go home. Like, and then Woj is like, Woj is like waiting there. He's like has his phone. He's like ready. And then they're like shut down. He's like. And he's like, free the bubble. <laughs> free the bubble. Um, so, other basketball. In other basketball, Jinx. Right. That was funny. But it wasn't at the same time because of the lag. <laughs> um, but yes. Because we're respecting our six feet social distance. You're actually way too far away from me. Yeah. I'm Lily, sure. reminder to all of our listeners who have made it this far is in Boston. I am in the island of the Longs, Long Island. I was going to say in Long Island, and I should have said on Long Island. But is that because you're not actually from Long Island? Is that why you messed it up? Okay. Everyone who's actually from Long Island is like, it's on Long Island. When when people ask me about you, which doesn't happen like a lot, that sounded weird, but (laughs) but like that just sounded like when people come up to me and ask about you, um, I always think of you when they're like, oh, where's Jess from? I say New York. Like I think of you as being from the city because that's where you're from. Um, Manhattan. Because it it feels like, because, okay, so you obviously lived on Long Beach, in Long Beach. Um, In Long Beach, I feel like I would say. I feel like that, that makes more sense to me, yeah. Uh, anyways, but you live there, but you've obviously, we've been in school, so you really only lived there during the summer, so it feels almost as though, like, to me, and this is, like, you know, you kind of, like, create fake narratives for people in your head, like, to me, you've always been from the city, but you, like, spend your summers in Long Beach, you know what I mean? That's how it's always been. Yeah. Well, that's how it always was, and then, That's what it is to me. That's how, like, I imagine it. Like, I, this will be, now that we have just graduated, my first full winter living out here. Ah, unless you get out. (laughs) And come to Boston. (laughs) How's your couch looking, Lily? (laughs) Looking great. I'm actually looking at it right now. Um, So, basketball news. Basketball news. I'm actually pretty- this because you're very passionate about it so this is this is a lot on a few levels for me personally probably for just two um and for a lot of people but so what happened essentially last night is that the one of the star players for the washington mystics and the WNBA, elena deladonna she was hoping to opt out of the 2020 season obviously because of everything going on um, because she actually lives with Lyme disease and she received advice from her personal doctor that it was probably the gist of it is like it was probably not a good idea for her to play this season based on concerns of COVID because she's at higher risk for contracting and having complications from it. This to me as someone who lives with a chronic medical condition I have type 1 diabetes um, so I've been taking this all very seriously as should everybody, even for the record, even if you don't have a medical condition, take this seriously. Um, Retweet. But so to me, I feel very much in the same boat as Elena. And she, this request was denied by a panel of doctors for the WNBA. Uh, it was an independent <sighs> panel of doctors that the league appointed to review all of the high-risk cases. Um, and they 
said, she said in a statement to ESPN on Monday, the independent panel of doctors, the league appointed to review high risk cases have advised that I'm not high risk and should be permitted to play in the bubble. Um, she went on, I love my team and we had an unbelievable season last year and I want to play, but the question is whether or not the WNBA bubble is safe for me. My personal physician who has treated me for Lyme disease for years has advised me that I'm at high risk for contracting and having complications from COVID-19, Della Donne said in her statement. That's from ESPN. So a few things with this is that one thing to consider is opting out would mean that she could still opt out, but she would not get paid. She would not receive her salary for the year. This is something that is different when you're talking about the WNBA versus MLB or NBA where players have opted out because of family reasons or things like that because they make far less money than um, athletes in men's sports do. Um, which is why a lot of them have to play overseas during the offseason. So opting out without a salary is something that might not be as viable as an option in other major sports. Um, so that's one thing to consider. It's also important to consider that um, it's interesting that she has been a star player for this team and they won last year. And it's I think it's very clear to me from her statement and from a lot of things that she – is like it's not about wanting to play or not like this is a legitimate health concern and it's very odd to me that there are doctors exactly. that are saying that it's not a legitimate concern and that you're going to be fine um as we've learned from the nba bubble i don't know if the bubble thing really works so i don't know i think it, it's very concerning to me more as an example that there's doctors and people that are going to say that there are not legitimate concerns for certain underlying health conditions that goes with professional sports that goes with reopening schools and other public facilities and stuff like that um and then also just big issue for me and that mlb players have been opting out a lot and there didn't seem to be any sort of i don't know if they're opting out with or without a salary that was never mm -hmm. wasn't super clear um if they're opting out without a salary, it's great that they're in a position where they could do so. She might not be in a position where she feels that she can do so. Um, even if she can, it's kind of not cool that they're like, mm, you're going to play and put your health at risk or forgo your salary for the year. So a couple of other facts to throw into this whole situation that our listeners again, if y'all are still with us, <laughs> I hope, uh, can take in with this. So Lyme disease is not included on the CDC's prevention list of underlying conditions that could put someone at increased risk for severe illness from COVID-19. Um, and the panel of doctors, whoever they may be sitting, wherever they're sitting right now, um, they consider the CDC guidelines when evaluating high-risk cases, such as this with the league and their players. Um, Deladonna also, she's been suffering from Lyme disease for eight years now, and she's been using the same doctor. I feel like, in my opinion, I'd kind of be on the side of my personal doctor's opinion than the panel of judges given to me by my employers to evaluate me, um, a very high-profile athlete in the WNBA um and if she just didn't play on I feel like it's for her her own good but it is a business 
still, I personally don't agree with that. Um, I think that health is health, especially now, you know, it's like a lot of things with COVID-19 has showed their like people's true colors, a lot of things that are going on today in society. And I just think that it's just, I don't think it's worth it for her. Like, it's not. She to, is coming off a stellar yeah. season. And one thing she's not, and that's a quitter. She's not a quitter. Like, so, so that's another thing I that I think people, I don't want to say just people, but the business side of sports may not be taking into consideration as much. And I saw this on Twitter a while ago, but, uh, and my mom kind of pointed this out to me and I like connected all the dots from it. But like, my mom said, she's like, the virus is only six months old. We know so, so, so little about it. We don't know any long-term effects of it, of contracting it. I've heard of people that have contracted it. They have gotten it a second time. I've heard of people that have contracted it and recovered. And they've said that their, their health is not good. Like they have a lot, their lung capacity is much lower. Their blood tests aren't coming back well. Um, and so that kind of puts the question out there. Is it worth it to play this season possibly get sick even if you're if even if you're a very healthy person it's unclear like what they're saying like obviously if you're healthy and you don't have underlying health conditions your chances of survival are pretty good but again we know very little about this so say you get it and you're an athlete and you're healthy and you recover and everything's great which is what we would hope if somebody contracts the virus but you don't know what health conditions may come after that and does that affect your whole career later on if you have a lower lung capacity can you still play a professional sport a lot of people would say no and i think that that then leads is it worth it to play this one season with the possibility that you might not be able to play anymore after that and yeah i mean i think it's important to note and, and her thinking about the future is important too she's 30 years old um so i mean she's very healthy from aside from her Lyme disease like she came off a great season and I just think that it it's better safe than sorry and it might not be worth it to her to risk it one thing that I do think think is kind of funny weird about this that I'm reading now is her agent Aaron Kane had said that decisions made by the medical panel are final and players have no ability to appeal that's just like it seems very are you gonna handcuff her and bring her to the WNBA bubble I don't understand she like, just would forgo her salary the whole like panel of doctors deciding this just and the then way the, the sentence is it's just like and, yeah then the ability the ability to not appeal it it all feels very like dystopian they have to me. no ability to appeal it's just like yeah. okay like what are we living in the 1800s like I can't and, wear shorts out like what And I think just in all of these decisions, you're like, why would people think something like this? Like, why wouldn't they be cool with this? Is that sports is a business. It's about money. Like this is, this is a money making thing for a lot of people. And I think people, I think there's flaws in our system. There are, that's been made very apparent to us. Mm -hmm. And I think I've seen this a lot that something like a global pandemic exposes all of those flaws. And when all of the flaws are exposed, you see the little workings in the system that are not like the cool things you used to think they were, where like athletes got to play their favorite sport of all time as a living and how great of a thing is that. Um, And then as people that have studied sports for a while, we know that that's like doesn't always end up being true. But 
to just the general public, that's not super clear. And with something like this, you then see that there are so many flaws in the system that go into all of these decisions or so many flaws in the system that make all of these decisions for people. And now you're seeing how they really affect people on a day-to-day, like livelihood kind of basis. I remember when we were like getting schooled by our professors in sports, in our sports comp classes. Um, and they're like spitting facts, you know, you're a nice bright-eyed freshman or sophomore in college. The world is you your oyster. And everything's perfect and cool. And you're like, wow, I'm at this college and I'm going to study sports comp that's freaking cool. Like I love watching basketball. Like I love sports, like giants, Mets. Yeah. Insert any team here. And then like, you're just hit with like reality. You're like, like it's a and huge it's like, wake up call. like everything is so evil, but like, I love this, but like, why are you being so mean to my favorite player? And like, you know, no, for you, all the mystics fans that. out there, it's just like, for anyone who looks up to like, the WNBA and like these leagues as like role models and athletes who are great and kids think they're awesome. It's just like, that's a beautiful thing to believe, but it's, I think it's disheartening for fans basically when they see things like this and they're like, wow, like she's awesome. Like, you know, like cut her some slack, like, like give it a break, even with everything, when mm-hmm. they were discussing the bubble idea and bringing sports back, I, I thought it was honestly crazy. And I didn't even think that they would get as far as they are with everyone there right now. I thought that they weren't even going to make it that far. And I just, the, my first thought was like, why would you even want to do that? I get it. You know, that's your job. Rookies don't make a lot of money, especially WNBA players don't even compare to the NBA players, but it's like, to not see your family for three months and then like you're mm-hmm. you're sacrificing like athletes are sacrificing so much already granted i know they get a huge like return for what they do but you know their bodies are on the line like they're human beings at the end of the day they're not just like business like and i think i think with this situation um in the WNBA is really like a prime example of the way that this is a very weird thing of like we want this factor of entertainment back in our lives and there are people that are willing to put people's lives on the line for that and that I just think is like it's very telling of like the things we prioritize in our society Mm -hmm. and I think it's a big issue and I think you grow up and you think wow, like, these people are my heroes. I want to be, like, these athletes when I grow up, Uh, which is great, and a lot of them are awesome people. Um, And they seem like these kind of, like, they have the control. Like, when someone's, like, your childhood here, that's what it seems like, and then you grow up, and you realize that, like, the business is making decisions for them, um, and that they're people, that they're people. They're not just athletes, they're people, and they have, like you said, they have families, they have health conditions, they have all of these factors, and people want sports back um, as our professor and mentor and director of the sports communication department, Jay McManus said, sports are a reward for a functioning society and our society is not functioning right now. And it's It's exposing the flaws in the system and it's exposing the way the business of sports, there's this, all the business that goes into it. And it's really just, I think there's no way that I see it, that it doesn't come out to any other solution other than just like 
We just can't have it right now. And that's going to be okay. And I think that that's what people don't get is that- You will survive. You will survive. I promise. And that's the thing that I think is upsetting that, not upsetting that people don't get, but that like people don't see the light at the end of the tunnel where like, you know, if we like chill out a little bit on the reopening and the- like the opening sports and opening business, like it's going to be a lot easier for us to recover from this. Um, and you will recover from it, but we have to take those proper precautions first. And like, I think no one seeing hates, that now. no one hates live sport, like not live sports game reruns more than me. Like I hate them. I can't freaking watch them. I think it's stupid. This was like, because, we like, would talk about this all the time at the beginning of quarantine. People are like, Oh, there's like an '86 Celtics game on tonight. Like that, that doesn't like, do it. 1986 for me. Mets World Series, and me. Jess is just like sitting there, like, like really? I rather like, just watch like informational programming, like infomercials on my TV. All no, night. I get that because I think like a lot of because I, I see where you're coming from. I do, I will rewatch. God, it's games. the rush. Like okay, no, but it is golden but, like, I plays. Think, like I'll rewatch yeah. highlights on YouTube. Oh, and I've stuff watched. Like that. I've gone down the NBA dunk contest YouTube rabbit hole a few times in quarantine. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I think they're like people will ask sometimes, like in sports com classes, which is a thing of our past. Um, they're like, why do why do you want to get into sports? And for me, it was like the most exciting and coolest moments of my life. Maybe not, not my life, but that like are very like prevalent <laughs> to me. I don't know. That sounded like bad. But, like this is the only time I've been happy. Um, <laughs> but like the most, like some of the most vivid memories and like special memories to me are not, I don't, not even as a child, as a very much so adult too, um, are of these like comeback games and of these like unexpected games. Like I'll like, I, they're just things I never forget. And like, it's like not just the moment, but like the people and like what it means and all that stuff, which is a very cheesy answer. I know I'm a very cheesy person, but you don't get that when you know, <laughs> you don't get that when you know how the game ends. Like you really don't. You're just like, like you're watching like the 1986, I just get bored. like the 1986 world series. And you're just like, you just know it's good. like, it's not like, oh like my you're God. looking at your phone the entire time. Like yeah. one of our final it's assignments. It's a rerun. Ugh. It's a rerun. That's what it is. Lily and I took a sports analytics class taught by the wonderful Zach Arth of Marist awesome. College. And our final project was supposed to be like to watch, not our final, it wasn't our final. I don't even remember. We had to watch a broadcast and evaluate the broadcasters of a baseball game or it was supposed to be any game. It was any game. Cause I did, I did a 1986 Celtics game. Okay. So you could it. do any game and it was supposed to be watch a live broadcast, but we couldn't do that. So then we had to like go back into the archives and do that. And I, I couldn't have been more upset with the situation that we had gotten into because I ended up watching uh, the 2015 World Series that the Mets didn't win. And like, I was halfway through it and I was like, I'm literally on my phone the entire time. Like I could just, like, I'm sure half of the people in our class didn't even end up watching anything because if you just picked your favorite game, you remember everything perfectly okay first of all disclaimer none of those were my favorite games like but I chose game three because that was the only game that yeah (laughs) like that was the only like this is my weekly apology apology to you for like being a Mets fan like I just and like my family's from the Bronx like what am I doing like I I must have thought like oh, wow, like, I'm 15, let me pick a new baseball team because I need to be chic and change. It's not a phase, Mom. You're like, I'm I want to be different. I'm fan. different. 
Um, <laughs> I did. Later. I did a 1986 Celtics game because this was right when NBA like opened up League Pass, and they had all these old games. So I was like, oh, this will be so fun because like I love old League basketball. <laughs> I love old basketball. Um, like I love, I love basketball the history. I love the shorts and the fashion way more than I like watching the games. Really? Well, oh yeah, yeah. But Reruns. the whole thing is like I'm doing this, and it's obviously very old. So I'm watching it. It's the best quality you're going to get anywhere because it's on League Pass. And I'm like trying to watch the game and like look at the stats. And it's just like the quality is just so not like up to what we have now. And I'm like, I like, I'm watching my computer and I like can't see. I'm like, what does that say? And I'm like watching the plays and I'm just like, what number was that? Because you can't see anything. It's so old. What does that bug look like? Um, Like, where's my grandfather's glasses? Yeah, for real. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't even know how we got talking about this. Old games? I don't know, um, but like, oh, since we talked about the- reward of a f- functioning society. Yes. Which yes. we are not at the moment. Not yet, but we'll get there eventually, guys. I think we can. I think I we was, will. But I was hanging just out Just remember that your night. favorite athletes are human beings. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, you want them to be healthy because- People like, you know, people <laughs> love. the right thing people to do. People adore when athletes have personalities they're like oh it's so cool look at them he's like hanging with his family or like he has all these opinions and stuff he's like tweeting all the time i sound like he has a funny twitter yeah like i sound so generic right now and then they're like it's like nba players are concerned about their about going to the bubble and missing their families like missing your family how dare you you have basketball to play and you're just you don't have a family you're like whoa 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 that's not how you just like that picture of my but my son blowing bubbles they're out like, of his mouth. Everyone's like, like, oh, it's so cute when they like have all these cute like oh, relationships with their kids. TikToks with they're, their yeah, families. they're doing TikToks with their kids. And then they're like, Quarantine. I'm gonna stay. I'm not gonna be going to the bubble in order to like remain safe with my family. And they're like, whoa, 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 family. <laughs> the audacity <laughs> of you. And then everyone else is like, ah, that's not how those two Fun. things are. And me what? and Lily are like, we should do something about this. Like, everyone's like, someone talk. should say something. <laughs> We're saying um, something, guys. That's not like, how that works. Chill out. Like, it's okay. Um, so, yeah, survive. people, I think, often forget that athletes are people, too. And that's, to me, what I've learned in my education is that, like, that's one of the coolest parts of sports is that athletes are people, too. Um, and, like, when you yeah. see all the things, like... And they're that- way taller than you in real life. Like, you think that they're tall on TV. But, guys, I gotta say, like as like beginners in this industry it's gonna take me a little bit to get over like i was like they're way taller than you it's funny that you mentioned that because i was thinking yesterday uh, this is a really weird thought that i had but that um how like i always every time i don't see people for a while like see my friends or whatever for a while like they're always different heights than I remember them. And I shouldn't even say a while, because I'm talking, like, overnight. Like, I'll just be overnight. hanging out with, like, I'll just be hanging out with people during the day, right? And I'll, like, notice, I'm like, oh, like, that person's way taller than me, or, like, that person's way shorter than me, and I never noticed it. And then the next day, I'll be like, we're kind of the same height. And I'm like, no, you're, I don't know. I just have, like, a weird thing with, like, I always, like, remember people's heights wrong. And so I'll see people again, and I'll be like, you're Are a you lot taller. taller than me, Lily? I don't know, honestly. I cannot remember. Like this is what I'm talking Me about. Like, either. like there I are feel a lot like of like it's been that, like, so long since I've seen you. No, I have a I have a lot of friends that I've thought recently. I'm like I cannot remember if they're taller than me or if I'm taller than them. Like I I don't it's remember. It's like all a blur. You know, it's all yeah. Everything's a blur now. Lily, but, who do you think when you get started in this industry is going to be the athlete that you meet in a professional setting that will make you speechless, like for meeting them? Oh. 
weirdly, this is going to sound like a super weird brag, but Boston's like pretty, like Boston's a city, but it's like small and that like you, you see people a lot. Like it's very easy to see people. So I've never had like a, and I, I am someone that gets very starstruck. Like if I'm see like a celebrity, I'm like someone that I like love. And I'm not even talking like celebrity, celebrity, like someone that I deem to be a celebrity. So like my friends have seen me like literally just like at the in your own brain (laughs) yeah yeah exactly like someone like they might not be big but I know them from they're like a journalist or something like that and like I get really nervous um I don't have that same thing with athletes I don't know why um I think they've just always seemed approachable to me and like a lot of them might not be but I don't see myself getting like starstruck by an athlete you know what I mean just because I don't know like I'm just so used to seeing them like I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't know. What it oh, because like, you're from Boston and no, you guys like, have had run. so many no, parades. Like, you run it, like and... you see people on the street or like you see people in Chipotle or like stuff like that. I don't know. It's like, and I don't know. I think the thing is, is like with people like actors, you never see them as like themselves. Like you always see them as like a character or whatever. And then like writers and stuff who like I totally deem celebrities. Um, you don't see them sure. a lot. Like they're like, right. You know what I mean? They're like writing and they're, their byline and stuff. So then you see them. It's like very visible. Athletes are always themselves to me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're always like the person in press conferences on the field is them. So like, if you see them in person, I don't know. What about, do you have an answer for that question? I think James Harden. Cause I think he's like, might be really mean like in real life. Oh really? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Just survive. He like makes me nervous, but Charles Barkley definitely would make me also nervous because Charles I Barkley would just... seems like, I have so many questions for Charles Barkley that, like... You're just like, let's get lunch. I wouldn't know. I just feel like, oh, so. Um, List, 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 list. Do we have anything else to talk about? Not really. I think we kind of touched all of our bases for this week. I mean, this is kind of what you guys are going to get, guys. Yeah, some hot topics, things like that. Touch, Kind of, like, wrapping it up and touching on, like, a few of the things like about the bubble and Woj and um Elena de la Donna um today like how do you kind of see I guess it all kind of falls into this umbrella of everything going on right now how do you kind of see these things playing out like I guess I'll, go, I'll just go first and that like I think I don't see Elena de la Donna playing this season um I I just think like it'll make a lot of sense if she makes the right decision for her health um and I see that it might raise some I think if she'd obviously forgo her salary I see that maybe being a little bit of a catalyst for change and like that's kind of um something that should not be a policy um Mm -hmm. or like some sort of different process for like any other reasons for opting out of a season um and I think with the bubble I I just genuinely don't have any real predictions for it because it's so like up in the air to me that I'm just have like, how can one predict? No idea. How can one predict tomorrow? something like this? Like, just because everything is constantly like, oh, that's new. Oh, that's new. Like my they're ratting people out. Term thinking has ended on everything. March yeah, you're 13th. just like, you're like, I don't I know what's gonna happen quit. next. But I mean, seriously, we're probably gonna come back to the bubble situation uh, like a hundred times yeah. over by the end of the summer. If that, we'll do we'll do weekly bubble updates. <laughs> We should because Until there everything's no crazy. I feel like 
athletes are being very creative with it. I think they're making the best of their situation. And I love like the gung-ho attitude that they all have. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Woj is probably itching to come back and start reporting. Um, I mean, how did you not be? I mean, just open back up. It's like, if only you said that two weeks ago, you wouldn't be missing anything at all. And like, I mean, these panelists, like, who are these people? Like, I just want to talk. Like, just the girl has Lyme disease. Like, what are you trying to say? Like, just call it quits. Like, I think I it's know. just, I think the, the whole- biggest takeaway for me is like, mm-hmm. your athletes that you guys admire are real people with real problems. And, and it's some, that's something that is not being, I feel as though, taken into consideration in all of the reopening stuff. And I think yes. it should be a little bit more because we're talking There's global people. pandemic here, people. This isn't it's never just sports. It's never just sports. Ah. It's, it's not like it's never just sports anymore. Now it's like, it's just a global pandemic. Like that's all it is it's anymore. Just, that's the only thing anymore. <laughs> um, all right. That's going to be it for this week on Thrown Down with Jess and Lily. I'm Lily Kathleen. And I'm Jess King. Stay tuned next week um, where we'll have more of this rambling. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you later. See you guys later.